Turn, turn with me to Philippians 2. Turn with me to Philippians 2. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So is God working in you to will and to do, I receive, his good pleasure. So we are, uh, we go, we're going down the same path uh, that we was going down last Sunday and last Tuesday, all right? And so uh, what, I want to ask you a question. Do you believe that all the knowledge, wisdom, imagination of God can be contained to just one book? Do you, do you believe all his vastness, all of his magnitude can be contained to just one book? Because if that's the case, then what purpose is the Holy Spirit? Because you say the Holy Spirit searches the deep things. And so um, let's, uh, I'm 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 going to give you some scriptures real quick. Let's turn, let's turn first to John. Because a lot of times religion wants to uh, constrict you or constrain you to just the book and give no room for revelation. And so if you start uh, talking about revelation you receive, they try to throw the book at you. But the author of the book who then gave me the revelation. So you need to get off of just these pages and let these pages become alive to you. So let's turn to John chapter 5, verse 39. Search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. And you will not come to me that you might have life. So religion, it wants to hold you to just... The, the black words on these white pages. But it does not want to give you free lateral movement to operate in those red words and those rainbow words that come from the Holy Spirit. And so turn me to say Corinthians. Second Corinthians, let's go to chapter, let's go to chapter three. Verse 6, who also hath made us able ministers of the New Testament. Somebody say New Testament. Testament. Not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. Because if you just contain the life that you live to just these words and don't give the Spirit Uh, free movement in your life to breathe on these words and make these words alive to you, 
to let you know the understanding of who you truly are based on these words, then you'll be stuck in just these words. And you won't be able to move as God has created you to move. So let's turn, let's turn to John 10. And I'm going to take my time this morning. I'm going to let the word talk. John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief cometh not, but for to kill and to, for to steal and to kill and to destroy. And so hear these three words. I am come. So if there's uh, any place that I need to arrive to, I am has to bring me there. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. And so I'm come, and so now this, this abundant life that is provided for the child of God isn't automatic. Because Jesus said that they might. And so there's a condition there. It's a condition based on you not being stuck in just the letter, but allowing the spirit to move to where you can understand that there's more than just the letter. There's more to God than just this book. If, if, if God is a God that you say he is, how on earth can all of him be right here? If they say they couldn't even put all the accounts of Jesus' miracles in here because it'll be too much. Like, we only think that the stuff that we read in here is all the stuff that Jesus did. But they got, they got numbers and numbers of things that he didn't do, that he did do that's not in here. So now, am I, so now am I stuck to just what I find in here, or am I stuck to just the way that it's read, or do I have to let the Spirit breathe on that word to make me aware of what that word is really saying to me? And so now the life, more abundantly, it can come to you, but it has to come to you by the Spirit. It can't come to you just by the words. It got to come by the Spirit. Because salvation can come to you just by the word, right? You can be saved just by the word. You can be saved just by believing. But to live the, the, the sanctified, uh, supernatural life that God has provided for you, it's going to take more than just the letter. All right, let's turn to Genesis. Genesis chapter 1. I'm going to break it down plain for you today. All right. And so, hold on. Let's, no, let's go to 2 Corinthians. Let's go back to 2 Corinthians. Because in the scripture... God called Satan the God of this world, right? And that's a little guy, right? So do you think that God will classify Satan over you? If, if he says that Satan is the God of this world, then what is it, like how could he put Satan on a much higher platform than he puts me on. So does God love Satan more than he loved me? 
does God esteem Satan higher than he esteems his own child? So if Satan can be a God of this world, then I can be a God of my world. And so, yeah, I'm the, I'm the right one because, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I'm built different. And so I don't, I don't, I don't care about all that other stuff. I'm, I'm just built different. And so I, I thank God for building me the way that he built me. Because, you know, and, and, and for the training that I've had from my father, because I'm just built different. Like, I'm, I'm built to handle uh, whatever this world can throw at me because I understand who I am. And so even though it can be thrown, it can't, like, a weapon can be formed against me, but it ain't going to prosper. You can put the mechanics and everything together to try to come at me, but you ain't going to succeed. You, you go miss. And so, uh, and so now, if, if he's made me, so Satan, say Satan's not the God of my world. So Satan's the God of this world. So if he's the God of this world, not the God of my world, right, then that means he has no power over me. He has no jurisdiction. He can't do nothing to me. He don't, he don't, he don't have no way to attack me. He don't, have, he, don't have no, he don't have no way to do nothing to me. Unless I don't understand the I am nature that's on the inside of me, and I allow him to use me against me. Because he can't come against me, so he got he to gotta turn the power that you have against you to where you're working against your own self. Let's turn, let's turn. Let's turn. No, I, no, I, no, I got to go here. Mark. This is what he told me while they were singing. Let me see. Let's go to Mark chapter 10. Verse 27. And Jesus, looking upon them, saith, with men, it is impossible. So with men, it's impossible. Oh, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. So let's just turn about a page over, and let's go to Mark chapter 9. And let's go to verse 23. Remember, John, Jesus said, I and the Father are one. We connected. And so here we go, verse 23. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. So right here in Mark 10, we see the character, the nature of God. Because with God, all things are possible, right? And so now, with men it's impossible, but now with God, for with God, all things are possible. So that's God's nature, right? That's the characteristics of God, right? And so now we go to Mark 9, 23. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. So here it looks to me that he's saying, if you can believe, if you can attach your faith to this, then you can function just like God. So now the impossibilities that, that lie with men don't lie with you because you connected to him. And so now the same way he functions. Like, say, say, so I have to be, say, say, God is in me. So I have to be conscious of the God in me. Say, no, say, I have to be conscious of the God in me. 
And so now the God in me allows me to function and operate just like him. So if with man, things are impossible, but with God, all things are possible. And Jesus said, if you could believe, if you can believe that you connect to God the way I believe I'm connected to God, if you can believe like this, then you in turn allow God in you to work through you to make things possible in your life. So now when I'm connected to God, all impossibilities go out the window. They go out the door, we load them up on the U-Haul, and we take them out of town. Like, impossibilities have no place in my life anymore. All right? Let's turn, let's turn, let's turn, let's turn, let's turn, let's turn to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Because, you know, they got a lot of people, uh, they got a lot of so-called Christians who not hearing what you hearing. They got a lot of uh, so-called children of God who don't understand the capacity that they have to be just like him. So turn me to 2 Corinthians 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And so, how many of you know there are a lot of lost Christians? Like, they got, they got a lot of, like, they got a lot of, they got, they got some people in here that's lost. Like, we be trying so hard to do outreach but we be having to get in reach so we can reach the lost that's inside. We need to do more outreach. No, we got to get in reach so you can outreach from your inside. But if you don't know your inside, how are you reaching out for something that you don't know dwells within? And so the gospel is hid to them that are lost. Because there are a lot of saved people who are lost. Because they don't know who they truly are. They don't know the connection that they have with God. And so now they think that, because, you know, when Jesus, you read in Scripture, like, they wasn't trying to stone Jesus because of what he was doing. They were trying to stone Jesus because of what he was saying. Because they said, hold on. You can't be going right here talking about you, God. You can't be going right here talking about you, because, you know, right before that, he said, I and the Father are one. So what Jesus is saying is me and God, we one and the same. And they're like, hold on, you can't be talking like that. Don't be, don't be around here talking about you, you God. And so I know you're healing these people and you're feeding these people and doing these miracles, but all that's cool. But you will not say that you equal with God. You will not say you the same as God. You will not go say that y'all connected the way that you're saying it. And so now there are some religious people in your life who is not going to like the functioning and the talking that you're about to do. Because if they don't understand it, they think that you blaspheming. The same way them religious people thought Jesus was blaspheming, saying that him and father are one. You don't talk like that. As Christians, we are lower than, we are less than. There's no way God, we are, we are fallen beings. We, 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 we are saved by grace. Yes, we are. But grace saved me to put me in a position 
of who God created me to be. Because we go read in Genesis 1, God created man a certain way from the very beginning. He created him a certain way. And so since that way, uh, well, since that man wasn't aware of who he was, he was, he was, he was a save who was still lost. God had to send a second Adam to show us who we were. Because the first one was supposed to do it. He was, like, cause he was supposed to do it, but he was not aware of who he was. He wasn't aware of who God created him to be. And so now the first one could get it done, so now I got to send the second one to get it done. And so now because of Jesus, because of what he did, because of the cross, it made me aware of the position that I truly have in Christ, who I, the position I truly have in God, to show me that this is exactly the way that God created each and every one of y'all to live. I didn't, he didn't create y'all to be hanging y'all head, to be thinking that you're not going to make it, to be thinking that you got to go through the same stuff everybody else got to go through and hoping that you come out the same way they're hoping they come out. Like, I didn't create you to function that way. Like, I, I didn't create you to just get by. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't create you to be wondering how your life was going to turn out. I already, got, I already made the plans for your life. I already gave you a destiny. I already got that. But if you're not aware of the destiny that I have for you, then you cannot, like, you're not going to be able to walk through this life knowing uh, that everything is already taken care of. You're not going to know the power that you actually possess. And so let's, come on, let's, let's read. Let's read. Verse, verse 4. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. So the God of this world hath blinded the loss of the true intention that God created them to be. And so they got people outside the church that's lost, right? And they got people inside the church that's lost. Because if you're blinded of your true identity, then you lost. If you got the same eyes that the world has, then you lost. If you can't see your way out of whatever you're going through, then you lost. And so the enemy has hid the true identity of the believer from them. And so now in whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them, which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God? So he the image of God. Who else the image of God? Y'all sound unsure. Y'all sound like when you're in class and the teacher asks a question and you don't want to get it wrong, so you just kind of like, you know. I... And then once they say the answer, you're like, yeah, that's what I, I knew that, I knew that. No, who, who is the image of God? All right, because this, cause this is what I, I want to, here, I want to show you. Let me show you this example real quick. You use your glass? All right, I'm about to use it too. Let me show y'all real quick. It's going to be so plain and so simple. You want to drink a little bit more before I take it? All right. 
So here we go. Because in order for you to function in this revelation, you're going to have to have what they call like precious faith, all right? Not just some regular faith that got you saved, but some like precious faith, okay? All right, so, so God has gave to every man the measure of faith, right? So both of these got about the same amount, right? They, about, they got about the same amount, right? Same amount of faith, right? And so uh, this is an indication of two children of God, all right? So I want you to see you, all right? And I want you to identify which one you is, all right? And so he's given to every man the measure of faith. And so would a, a lost, saved person or just a lost person, let's just talk, we talk about lost, saved people right now. I don't want y'all to be those saved people that's lost. You can't go here and be, be saved and lost. All right? You're going to have to lose your membership. You're going to be saved and lost, all right? And so he's given to every man the measure of faith. And so if you don't allow the Holy Spirit to make you aware of the fact that you are a container of God, then you won't know that you can actually carry God. And so now, a regular believer believes that all that they have is a measure of faith, or that they just have this certain level of functioning or being that has no room for increase. I can get better as a person with my habits and doing these kind of things, but my, my Christian life, like this is what it is. And so I just got to I just got to function and I thank God for doing what he's doing and, and grace will help me get out of this and that. And, and so we just, they just think different. And so now if I don't know that. So if you don't know that you're a container, like you can't you can't understand that you could be a carrier. So if you don't understand that you can actually contain who God is on the inside of you, then you're going to be scared to carry him. And so now I want to keep God somewhere out here. But no, I got to be conscious that God is in me. And so here, and so there's a difference. Most believers are walking around like this. With just a little bit of Jesus. Just a little salvation. But they don't have the fullness of their faith and the fullness of their being in God. And so now, no, I can't. The only thing I can carry is my Bible. I can't carry God. All I, all I can carry is my Bible to church and praise, and then I got to go out here and try to fend for myself like everybody else. I don't, I don't know that I can carry all of God's possibilities and powers everywhere I go. And so now, from a distance, they look the same. But what's on the inside of them is very different. And so a lot of people are walking around with a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. 
Because, no, I know Jesus saved me, and I know he, he this, great, this great being, this great person, he's a great man. He gave his whole life for me so that I can, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can be saved and I can go to heaven and I can fend for myself on the earth the best that I can. Oh, no, yeah, he saved me, but now I'm seated with him in heavenly places. All that God is, all that God has, and all that God can do is in me. And so now I don't have to try to, and so now what we do, what we, what, I ain't going to say what we do because I don't do it. I'm, I'm, I don't want to put myself in that category. So what, what, what people do is they try to have an appearance of God in their life but have no power. And so that's why the religious people was upset at Jesus. Because we got a form, but we don't have the power. We don't have the understanding to know that me and the Father are the same. We won. We won together. There's no separation between us. But you sitting over here thinking that there's something else. And so now we got all these religious acts, all these acrobats to do this and do that, to be saved or to be, be accepted by God. But we don't understand that everything that God is is on the inside of me. I am that exact same thing. Give me, give me two buckets. Give me the two buckets. Give me the two buckets in the corner. I'm going to make it plain to you this morning. Thank you. I'm going to switch it around so you don't see that old logo too much. All right. And so both of them buckets look similar, huh? They look the same. And so now... If I don't know that I'm a container, then I don't know that I could be a carrier. So if I just think that I am this thing, and I don't know that once the word goes on the inside of me, then I'm a totally different being than somebody who's not carrying the word. So now there's a difference between carrying the word and carrying the word. I'm, I'm, I'm just not built. I'm not built to be one of these. I'm built, I'm built to be one of these. Like, like I want the word on the inside of me, active in my life. Because out here, it look good, huh? That's a, good, that's a pretty good Bible, huh? It look good. I got, my, I got, I got words in here underlined and stuff. That's some stuff highlighted, but this is on the outside of me. So if I keep it out here, or if I keep it right here, then I don't know that this is telling a story of me. It's telling, it's, it's, it's like this is the grounds for the Holy Spirit to be able to reveal to you who you truly are. So I got to have it with me. And so, but I can't keep it on the outside of me. I can't keep thinking that it's something good 
to carry to church or something good to have on a coffee table or have on a kitchen counter or have an app on my phone so I can get the verse of the day. Stop, stop getting a verse and be a verse. Like, stop, stop. Like, stop, stop trying to get just a sprinkle of Jesus. You know, people get that app and they just want a sprinkle of Jesus. Like, get the whole shebang. Get the whole, get the whole cup, get the whole bowl. There, there, there is no regular with God. If, look, at, look at everybody in here. If God was a regular God on the outside, all of us would look the same. But he a, he, a, he, a, he, a, he a unique God. He an he a, he a elaborate, exaggerated God. Like, he don't like you to just, uh, he don't, he don't, like, God wasn't, he, he wasn't built to be put in a box. The same way he wasn't built to be put in a box. He wasn't built to just be put in a book. Because, I receive, because, listen. If, if God was just a book, if we burned all of these books, then God would cease to exist. We wouldn't have a way to trace him. We wouldn't have, because if, if, if this was it, if this softback leather book was all that God is, all that God could do, all that he has, then if we took everybody Bible in here and we made a big bonfire, we, we, we'd be lost, lost. Like not just lost, but lost, lost. Because he's more than just this book. This book is my blueprint to show me the way. But I can't, I can't stop at street signs. Like if you, if you got a GPS on your phone and you get to the point to where it's telling you you know, turn here in 0.7 miles. It makes no sense to see that and then not do what it's instructing you to do, what it's leading you to do. Because I'm leading you because there's a way that I want you to go. And so now this is, this is to lead you to me. This is to lead you to you. Because I need you to know that you are a carrier of me. So you saying... So you saying that you are a God is, in fact, the way I created you. Let's turn, let's turn to Genesis. Let's turn to Genesis. Genesis 1. Genesis 1. Verse 26. Who talking here? I said, who talking here? Y'all ain't made it there yet? God talking here, right? And God said. Who said it? No, man said it. No, your cousin said it. No, your religious auntie who ain't uh, got an ounce of word working in her life but could quote this book backwards and forwards. She the one who said it, huh? She, no, she the one. 
What did it say? And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And so there's some words in here that I want you to underline, all right? I want you all to underline every time you see over. I want you to underline when you see dominion. I want you to underline when you see fruitful. I want you to underline when you see multiply. I want you to underline when you see replenish. And I want you to underline when you see subdue. Because these are all things that being created in his image, he wants you to do. And so who said it? So you didn't say this, right? God said it, right? Who said it? All right, I'm going to make sure you're paying attention. Who said it? I can't hear you. All right. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. No, let's make man the same way everybody else made. Let's make man after this idea that some people then conjured up in their head. Let, let's make man as this, as this uh, inferior being that has no power or dominion over anything. And so now, what does our image and our likeness mean? Y'all scared this morning? What's going on? Y'all sleeping? His image, his likeness means what? Like him. So God is saying, I don't want to make you like anybody else but me. I, so if I'm making you like me, I want you to function like me. Like even if you didn't have the Holy Spirit to reveal stuff to you, like this right here is preschool. Like you could have no education and understand what these words are saying. And so now, if I made you in my likeness, my image, then I, to me, it ought to be clear the functioning that he wants me to have. Because obviously, we already discovered that all of us on the outside don't look the same. So there has to be an inner working that he has for us to be able to function by. So if he created us in his image, his likeness, then why are you trying to look like and be like somebody else? Why? Why you see the color they had, then you color your hair? Because, you know, see, because on, on the outside, this, this is what we do. Like, just in life. I don't know if this is going to work or not, but we'll try it. We try to take, like, who we think God created us to be, and we try to put all of these things on the outside of it. We try to dress it up and make it look a certain way. Make it, we, make, we, we like to add things to who he created us to be to, 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 to be different than everybody else, but we find ourselves looking like everybody else. And so I didn't create you to look like nobody else. Even the most identical list of twins You got something. It's going to be a little different. 
So even in those cases, I didn't create you to look or be like anybody else. But I created you to look and be like me. So why are you going to all these other people to find out who you are? Why are you trying to find out how to be from him, him and him? Like, why don't you come to me? You search the scriptures thinking you got life, but they testify to me. But you won't come to me that you can have a life that I created you to have. And so now if I want the life, and so if you don't want the life, get your Bible, get your purse, get whoever you came with. Thank y'all for coming and joining us today. But y'all can leave right out those doors. Because if you came in here today, you are going to know that you were created in the same image and likeness of God. If you don't learn nothing else today, if you don't get any other revelation or impartation, you are going to know that you were made in the image and likeness of God to function just like him. And so now if I'm a little God, if the word has come to me, then he's, he's made me to function just like him. Let's read Genesis 1. Genesis 1, verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion. So, I think in our reading here, we're going to see that, like, God is trying to prove a point. Like, he's trying to get us to understand something. And let them have dominion, underline it, over. Somebody say over. Over. The fish of the sea. And over. Hold up, he said over again? Maybe God got a stuttering problem. And over the fall of the air. Okay, that got to be it. And over the cattle. That's it, huh? And over... Oh, man. Somebody say all. All All the earth. So that got to be everything, right? He got to be done talking, huh? And then he say, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. And so I remember God cursing Satan and saying that he was going to creep upon the earth on his belly. So now, this looks like a clear indication that even if he the God of this world, he not the God of my world. Because he's giving me power to tread upon serpents. So if I got power over every creeping thing on the earth, then what can a defeated enemy do to me if I got power over him? Even if he tried to use my mind against me, he tried to, he tried to use stuff in my past against me, he tried, to, he, tried to, he tried to make strongholds in my soul against me to where I can't move forward because I'm still holding on to that thing, I can pull them strongholds down. 
Because I have, what was the first word? Dominion. Thank you. Who said that? Praise God. Dominion. Over, you, you name it. You name it. Name, what, you, what, you, what, you, what you dealing with? What you dealing with? What you dealing with in your life? What you dealing with? What you came, what you came here stressed out about today? What you, came, what you came here anxious about? What you, what you came here worrying about next week? What? What? What is it? What you going through? What you tripping about? We taking all the excuses out the door. You ain't got no excuses no more. Why, why, why you still under when he said over? I get excited. Like I just get, I get excited. If he say, if he say over, then that means that if something is in my way. Then I'm over. So why you can't get over all of that stuff? Why are you still holding on to all of that stuff? When God has already said, you over. If you over, then why not function in your overness and be over? Why you keep laying down depressed and acting like you defeated? When God said, over. So when I think about the definition of over, I think about over. Then I think about over. So, it, so, so if, I, if I'm over it, once I'm over it, I'm over it. It don't have no place to come back in my life. Because it, it don't have no power over me because I know that I'm over it. So what a lost, saved person do is they, they take this thing and they, and they put it over. They put, they, they put it over them. And so, no, they walk around. Thank God for his love. Thank God for his goodness. I praise you and magnify your name, God. But I'm still in a position under. When he's told me that he created me to be over. So am I dishonoring God by being over something that he gave me the power to be over? Or am I dishonoring God 
by staying under something that he gave me the power to be over. Because we started in verse 26. What was the first three words? And God said. And, and God said. So I don't care who in your family say that this has been in our family for generation after generation after generation. Y'all ain't know. Y'all must not have known. Y'all must ain't got the word on the inside of y'all. Y'all must just keep it tucked. But y'all don't keep it in. Because God said that I'm over. So I'm not going to let whatever y'all went through. We're not, we're not even going to put it on just them now. We're not going to let what you've been through. Because, you know, we like to say, you know, well, you don't know what I've been through. I don't care what you've been through. Because if you've been through it, that means you built for it. Like, I'm good. So that means if I, if I went through it, that means I'm built for it. That means I was able to handle that thing because God is working through me. And so now I can't let that thing hold me back from being who he created me to be. So I can't be under another day in my life. I got to always be over. And, and so now I get excited because every, every obstacle Like, I get excited about obstacles and opposition now. Like, I, I get excited. I get, I get excited. Like, I get excited. Come here, come here. Stand here. Stand right there. Because even if I can't see nothing... But this one thing, I'm over it. Like it just don't matter what's in front of me because now I know it's an opportunity for God to show himself strong and carry me over. So I don't care if I got 50 level things, it seems like if it ain't one thing, it's another. If it's like as soon as I take two steps forward, it's like a two, uh-uh. From today forward, everything that comes up in your life, you're going to be over it. Because you're going to be functioning in a dominion that God gave you from the very beginning. From the start, he gave it to you. And so now, why did, why did Adam fall? Why did he trip out? Because he wasn't aware that he was connected to God. That him and the Father were one. The same thing he was able to do, I'm able to do. Because if anything is possible with him, then that means it's possible with me. And so now if I, don't, if I don't know that, and so now I could be where God has created for me to be and not know who I am. So now he hid who he was from him. And so now if I think that who I am ain't who I am and I let you tell me, 
who I am, then I can't function in who I am. So that's why it said, and God said. So it don't matter who say you ought to be like this, or you ought to be doing this, or you ought to be much further than this, or you can't, you shouldn't. La, 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 la. Like, I don't. That's it. That's good, sir. Who saved you? Did God save you or did they save you? So if God saved you, I'm listening to the one to, to what the one who saved me said. Yes. Yes, sir. Why would I? You don't like me no way. Why would I listen to you? Why are you listening to them people? You know you got family members that don't like you? Yes, sir. That's right. You know, people, people be all for you. Yeah, I want nothing but the best for you until, until your best start looking better than theirs. And it's like, mm -mm. you know, it don't even, it don't even, you know, you don't, you don't need all of that to be, to love God. Like, you don't need to have all that stuff. Like, all that stuff don't, don't make you. No, the stuff don't make me, I make the stuff. Like, God, God loved me, so we talked about it, right? Uh, Philippians 2, verse 13. Philippians 2, verse 13. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. I like that word pleasure. Let's turn, let's turn to Psalms. Somebody say pleasure. Verse 27. Let them shout for joy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's the most unjoyous shout. Because this not a this not a this not a verse about me. That's right. It's a verse about him. So I'm not asking you to shout for joy for me. Shout for joy for him. Y'all was up here shouting like y'all was defeated. Y'all was shouting like people that's under. Like y'all did not receive the revelation that you over. I say shout for joy. Oh. You gotta let that. You gotta let that thing out. Cause it's joy that I have. The world ain't give it, and they can't take it away. So whatever obstacle come in, in my path, it can't take my joy away, because I'm over it. Let me let me read this. 
Uh, let them shout for joy and be glad. Yes. Smile at somebody. Just smile. And be glad. That favor my righteous cause. Yeah. Let them say continually. Let the Lord be magnified. Which had pleasure. Hold on. It's a, it's a, it's a, hold on. So, to, so, so God, he will and to do. His good pleasure. So his good pleasure is in my prosperity. So you don't let nobody tell you that you having this and that. That's right. That's right. Mean that you're doing something like you're doing too much or something. Like you got a new car, so they mad because they still had the car for the last 15 years. No, he made a way for me to have a new car and another car. I have as many cars I want. I can have a house wherever I want. I can have a house here and I can have a house overseas. I can have one in Italy. I can have one wherever I want. Y'all don't believe it. Y'all don't believe y'all can have a house here and a house somewhere else. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm not trying to, you know, pump you up. That's right. I'm just spitting straight truth. Yes, sir. It's possible. Because with God, and if you could believe, that puts you. So what I want to do today is I want to put you in sync with God. Like I want you and God to be in step, in sync together. Because there's a lot of things uh, that God can't do until you move. And so, like God is saying, once you say it, I say it. Ooh, so now I got to watch over what I say. Because God, God, he don't, he don't uh, subscribe to those, uh, you know, doubtful, or, you know, I ain't going to make it, or this ain't going to happen. He don't, he don't subscribe to those kind of conversations. Because he don't talk like that. Ain't going to make it? That don't even sound like God could even say those words. Unless he's telling you that you need to stop saying them. You need to stop thinking them. But he's just not built that way. So that means, because it says in the scripture, right? Whatsoever... You, bound, bound on earth, mm-hmm. shall be bound in heaven. That's right. Whatever you loose on earth yes. shall be loosed in heaven. Yes. So that means that I got to be in sync yes. with him. Yes. Like, to me, that's what, that, that's, that's what scripture is saying. Yes. Like, you have to be in sync with me because now when you do it, like, I'm doing it at the exact same time. When, when, when you bind it, I'm binding it. So it's not you really binding, it's me binding it through you. But I can't bind it until you bind it. So I need you to talk like me. Because if he's watching over his word, then he's watching over your words. Because if the word is in you, then your words are his words. He's waiting for you to speak so he can speak the words that's already been spoken. 
So that's why you got to have the word on the inside of you so something can come out. Like you, you living, like you living as a man or as a woman, it's only two. It's only two, all right? Ain't no, ain't no switch change. Or... It's only two. All right? Man, woman. You being a man or a woman is only your cover. That's only your cover. You are under cover here on earth. That's, that's why they know what Jesus was doing. Because if they knew, if they knew who he was, they wouldn't have crucified him. But he was undercover. He was a guy looking like a man. So they, they, they thought he was just a regular old man. If they, if they, if they knew, because Satan, because he was in heaven, right? So he know the nature of God. So he know the power of God. He know the ability of God. He know that God is able to do anything. So now, if I know God, if I know that this is a God, there's no way I'm going to crucify him. Because I know that what's going to happen at that crucifixion ain't going to be nothing that I won't deal with. So I'd rather keep him here as long as I can. Because if I let this happen, then all these people will be made aware that they were created just like him. That they God's undercover. And so God, Jesus was a God undercover. Like he was the image of God. But he looked like a man. You are the image of God, but you look like a man or you look like a woman. But on the inside, he that is in me is greater than he that's in the world. So the very thing that's on the inside of me, so why am I the God of my world and that the God of this world has no power over me? Because I'm the God of my world, my world over, supersedes his world? Because greater is, is he in me. So I'm greater. So I'm a greater little G than that little G. Because greater is he that's in me than the little G that's in the world. If you walk out of here a regular person a day, the next time I see you, I promise I'm going to slap you. I'm going to slap you with all the God-given anointing that's on the inside of me. I'm going I'm to I'm slap you. And I can fight, too, so don't worry about it. If you want to throw them hands, we can throw them hands. But I'm going to slap you because there's no way that you should walk out of here the same way that you walked in here this morning. There's no way that you should walk out of here ignorant to the fact of who you are. I want look at somebody next to you. If they don't look like they got it. You know what to do. Say you got it. They don't answer quick enough. Go ahead. Y'all, 
if, if, if you want to just be a regular old Christian, then you are living below the level that God created you to be. How you gonna take my Christianhood? I ain't taking your Christianhood. I'm trying to give you your Godhood. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to make you aware of the Godhood that's already on the inside of you. You stop trying to function as a Christian and function like him. Let, let, let your I am nature stand up. Let your I am come. So now when I come to an obstacle, I'm not coming as Jeremiah. I'm not coming as a man. I'm bringing I am with me. So if I have dominion and authority over anything in life, they say everything. Somebody say everything. Then that means that there's an I am nature on the inside of me that I have to carry with me to enforce that dominion. So I can't just be out here talking about I'm a Christian and think that I, I got this dominion because I read my Bible or I come to church. Nope. You're not, you say, oh, how you going to tell me I ain't got, God said I got dominion. If you just come to church and you just read your Bible, but the word ain't in you. Because now you're faking the phone. Now you're now, now you a fake son. Now you're a fake daughter. A lot of people, they like to just stay at servanthood. They don't like to never come to sonship. They want to be a servant of God, but they don't want to be a son of God. So, 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 so where you at? Because you just, just cause, like you just don't have dominion just because you want to have dominion. You got to be connected. You got to cooperate. You got to understand that me and my father are one. If you don't understand your identity, you don't have dominion because dominion is in this identity. Dominion is in this I am. So if I don't know that I am, then I don't have the dominion. So that's why if I come to a thing and I don't know that I am, then I don't know that I am has already overcome. He, already, he overcame them. I've overcome them. By the blood of the lamb. How many times do you want to overcome? Like he, didn't, he, he keeps trying to tell you that you are over. As many times as you try to, try, to, try to make somebody feel sorry for you or feel bad for you for what you're going through, I want you to know that you're over it. Listen, my child, you are over it. I created you to be over it. Jesus paid the price for you to be over it. What other convincing do you need to understand that you are over it? Because I'm working through you. I'm in you. When they see you, they see me. When you, when you show up on the scene, I'm showing up at the same time. You don't have to wait for me to come there. Like, let's, 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 let's summon God on the scene. Let's get God here. No, no, he already here. Now, now we in here. We bought that action. What y'all want to do? No, I mean, no let's, let's, let's all get on our knees. Let's, let's summon the power of God. Summon the power of God. Because now, because all you're a religious person, and, and so there's a difference between getting in the presence 
and carrying the presence. Like if you think that you always got to get in the presence for God to show up and do something, then you are missing who he created you to be. Because he created you to be a container and a carrier. My presence goes with you. If I'm in you, I'm in you. Like I'm, I'm going where you go. So why you think you got to go try to find me somewhere? Why you looking around? Like, you know, I can't find God. Where he at? God, if you can, please, God, please. I'm right, I'm right here. I'm with you always. Like, like he's so clear. <laughs> like, he's so clear. He's so gracious. He's so merciful. Because even when we don't get it, he's still trying to get it to us. When we be hard-headed, he's trying to still, he's still loving us, but he's still trying to drive home who he created us to be. Like, you don't, you don't understand, like, I don't know why you keep letting the same thing come up in your life and you keep dealing with it the same way, but you don't know that I've already given you dominion over that thing. But I'm not going to throw you away. I'm going to still love you. I'm going to still be there with you. But I need you to know that I'm here with you. And so since I'm here with you, I'm here in you. You got dominion over that thing. You don't have to keep going through that thing, keep getting hit, knocked down, stumbling. No, just go over. I've given you power to go over. You, you have dominion over. Stop. Just go over. Like, what do you, go over. Tell somebody, go over. Go over. Go over. Let that insecurity stronghold go. Get over. You over what they said because you resting in what he said. So I'm not going to let you feel... Make me feel bad about me. I feel like I'm less than. Because what you say don't matter. Because what he said, he made me in his image and his likeness for me to have dominion over what you're saying. So I don't care how much you try to fake prophesy to me and say this. Go. He said it, so I'm over it. I don't, I don't pray, praise God, whatever. If, if what you say don't match up to what he say. We ain't got nothing to talk about. So let the insecurity stronghold go. I am more than enough. That's, that's what he said, ain't it? Did he, who, who said it? So if he is more than enough, why are you feeling less than? If the God that is more than enough is in me, then that makes me more than enough. Even if somebody don't feel like I'm enough for them. I don't care what you feel. I'm better than you anyways. You know, I'm act, you know what? I'm actually too good for you. Because you don't, you don't understand who you're talking to. Like, you don't understand who you're dealing with. Like you don't understand that I'm a king's kid. Like you don't understand that this I am nature's in me. So you you trying to you trying to you trying to manipulate me and keep me at a level lower than who God created me to be. So you go back to that situation. Like your memory could be one of the one of the best things and one of the worst things if you don't if you don't have it under control. Because you'll keep going back to that thing. When God has delivered you, yes. over. So just get over. 
get, get. Like, just, like, I don't care how many things are lined up against you, you just keep getting over. Because if I'm not mistaken, like, God, you know, in that passage, God said over eight times. Because it would have been cool if he said it one time. But he'd be like, okay, yeah, I get it. He want me over. But, you know, I'm not really convinced. When somebody tell you something eight times, you know, growing up, your mama had to tell you, she, I ain't saying it twice. I'm not repeating myself. And so now God has said something to you eight times. Because he's trying to get you to understand that you have dominion over. Because before he ever said over, he said dominion. I created you in our likeness, our image, to have dominion over whatever. Lack, limitations, whatever. Genes, whatever. Lineage, whatever. Debt, whatever. Disease, whatever. Defeat, whatever. Say, actually, say over eight times. So, so, so from today on, what you gonna be? Because if he said you above and not beneath, that means that's another way for me. He's saying, over. I'm over. So now you get over it, and it's over. It don't have no more stronghold over you. It don't have no power over you. Because you are over, over it. And so once you're over it, it's over. It's canceled. You know how y'all cancel cable and start getting them streaming devices? Because they're trying to take advantage of you, so you know what? It's over. Y'all will not take advantage of me another day. It's over. Y'all got these. It's over. So the same way. The same way you canceled. Cox or DirecTV, whatever you had, cancel whatever it is that got you stuck in that place. Cause I, like I really came here this morning to put you in sync with God. And so when you get in sync, like, like the timing is the same. Like we, if, 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 we, if we come up with a dance, right? and we choreograph that dance, then there's a certain timing that we both have to hit our moves so it look the same. God got a choreographed dance for you and him. And so now, whatever clock that you think you own, today, I come to put you on his clock. We go, we go synchronize our watches to God's time. And so now, his time is right now.
So if his time right now. Who time right now? Who time? Because why? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence, things not seen. Didn't say later. Didn't say someday. Now. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. Y'all about to make me preach up in here, boy. That's what it is. So now, this is my time. Tell somebody, it's my time. If they don't believe it's their time, cool. Let them know it's your time. I'm synced up with God, and so I'm moving in rhythm with him. So when I move, he move. When I speak, he speak. He's watching over his word to perform it. So now when I speak words out of my mouth, he's watching over those very words to perform them. Because we speaking at the same time. So now, when you say, I am, be aware of the fact that God is speaking at the same time as you. So now, if, if I am abundance, whenever I say, I am abundance, I am aware that when I speak these words, God is speaking these words at the exact same time. So there's a power, there's a weight that registers in me that rises up because now I'm not saying these things as just a man. I'm saying these things connected and linked up, synced up with God. So I am rich. It's not. Like stop, stop thinking that your mouth is just your mouth. You are his mouthpiece. So he's waiting for you to speak. Because when you speak, he's speaking. So that's why you can't be talking all reckless and crazy. I'm about to just get on my nerves, it's killing me. No, it ain't. I get tired when somebody say something killing me. No, it ain't. Stop saying stupid stuff. Be aware of what you're speaking. Because I'm not speaking as a man no more. I'm speaking, he's speaking through me. We got the same word, we got the same lip, we got the same mouth. My words are his words. So you can't make me feel bad about what I'm saying because I'm not the one saying it. He's saying it. So I'ma just, if I'm synced up with him, if he's saying it, if he, if he, if he, if he nudges me to say something, then I don't feel uh, nervous about saying it like, oh man, I don't know if I should say that. It's him saying it through me. So if somebody so now when somebody is dealing with something, when you speak healing over their life, you got to understand that you're not speaking in your power. You're speaking in his power. You're speaking with the same authority that he has. You're speaking with the same weight that he has. I'm just the person that he's using in this moment to speak for him. He didn't come himself, but he sent, God, he sent Jesus. So now when somebody dealing with something, he's not coming himself, he's sending you. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's 
Slap somebody on the shoulder. I want you to slap them in their face if they ain't getting it, but don't do it. Just slap them on the shoulder. Because I don't, I don't know if you have any idea what you're hearing right now. Like the weight and power of what's being spoken right now. Like this, like this, go, this is being deposited in your spirit. Like your soul, like you will go home and you go deal with what you heard today. Because you will become like, I swear, I swear, I, like y'all think I'm joking. I'm really slap y'all. I'm a real life slap y'all. And so if you try, I'm going to stick them angels on you. But God created you in his image, in his likeness, to function just like him. So stop thinking that you ain't going to make it. Stop thinking that you got to deal with this. Stop thinking you got to go through this. Stop thinking you got you to live with this thing going on. He's given me dominion over that. So I can speak over that thing. I can speak over my children. I can, speak, I, can, I can speak over. Don't, don't, don't let Momo speak over your children. You speak over your children. Over. Because I got, my, my word got way more weight than Momo. Way more. Way more power. Y'all scared of Momo. I don't care how ugly Momo look. You got dominion over Momo. Over. Slap Momo when you get home. Y'all think I'm talking about somebody's grandmother. I ain't talking about grandmother. I'm talking about the little ugly thing on the internet. I ain't saying go and slap nobody's grandmother. She said, don't you say that. Tasia go try it. Uh uh I wish Tasia would. Ah, slap Tasia with the hand of God. Yeah, I know you wouldn't go try it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Talk about the little ugly little creature, man. They be trying to get the kids to commit suicide and do stuff to themselves. That Momo. You got dominion over that Momo. And your ugly Momo, too, if she ugly. If she, if she talking against who God created you to be, she might be a sweet little lady. She ugly. That's why Jesus told, he told Peter, he had just told him, I'm going to build my church on you. But he said, get thee behind me, Satan. Because you're trying to get me to not function in who God created me to be. So if my mom's trying to keep you from functioning who God created you to be, get thee behind me, Satan. Get thee behind me, ugly. 
That's just what it is. And so today, today you over. Today you over.